Hey, welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonado. The Black Knight Nation podcast is brought to you by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is a company run by Joe Ross, who's a former Army fullback, former Army assistant coach, an Army officer, a guest on the Black Knight Nation podcast. We thank Higher Echelon for sponsoring this uh, podcast. We're going to review the U- uh, UMass win, Army's 44-7 win over UMass. Um, and then we're going to ha- talk some Navy football. And we're also going to maybe... Maybe talk uh, postseason um, Army, uh, just being basically the Navy game being Army's bowl game. We'll get to that in a little bit, but we'll welcome uh, Seth Mendelson of Black Knight Nation with us and uh, Brendan in Jersey uh, to break down a little UMass uh, game and uh, just some Army talk tonight on a Sunday night. Um, guys, if you're um, watching right now, check out our YouTube channel, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can hit get all the um, podcasts, all the recaps, all our podcast with guests like um, Mike Mayweather going back into the day. We, we have um, Seth Neiman on, we have um, a, a bunch of, bunch of guests that we've had on that have been really good podcasts. I'm still getting feedback from our Nate Sassaman podcast, the two-parter. So check those out. Um, also check out Black Knight Nation website, Seth Mendelson's game stories up there, our uh, photo gallery, man, Margaret Kite had the best picture of, uh, Bryson Daly breaking off that touchdown run with the UMass guy in the background. That's up everywhere. Um, and also we have um, a, a new recruiting story that I wrote on a Arizona defensive back, Carlos Griffin committing to the Black Knights. Man, I'm a little behind on those recruiting stories. Guys, just bear with me on those. Um, but we'll uh, check out our um, our Instagram too. Our Instagram's been really hopping. Um, now we'll get to the review. 40, 44 to 7 and you know, truth be told, I was in and out of this game um, on Saturday, had some family things to do, but, you know, was watching on my phone basically for most of the, and, um, you know, it's just what the, it's just what they needed, right? Just the army need to keep the momentum going off that UConn game. They needed to, uh, you know, play some of the younger players in the second half, get the, get the starters out of there by halftime. And, you know, so there's no injuries going into the Navy game. And that's what pretty much, uh, Pretty much a summary of the game, pretty much. I mean, Tyler Tyler with three touchdowns. Um, you know, a big game from uh, Joe, Jacoby Buchanan reached the end zone twice um, in this game. And, uh, guys, you know, real quick before I get your your thoughts on the game, I wrote a feature, I wrote a story on Tyler Tyler. Sunday morning, uh, Saturday morning, I wrote a story on Tyler Tyler. And, and I, you know, just where he's at statistically amongst army quarterbacks as far as rushing touchdowns and you know the the type of seasons he's had um you know i just felt it was warranted a little bit he's not a numbers guy he told seth he told you he's not a numbers guy right seth uh, after the yukon game and um you know 24 touchdowns now in his career for an army quarterback that's third all time tied with um kelvin hopkins and the only guys ahead of him are mod bradshaw and trent steelman so i mean that's and he's done that in three years. And now this game where he gets 102 yards, I think, in in a half and three touchdowns and um, just just pretty, just deserving of of, of the player Tyre is, but the person Tyre is, and um, just when we'll go to uh, Brendan with his thoughts on the game. So, you know, they, they, they did what they needed to do. They played the worst team in FBS and they, they got a big win and 
they should have. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really, <laughs> to, you know, uh, to quote one of my favorite movies, uh, Moneyball, you know, this is this this kind of thing. It's fun for the, it's fun for the fans. It sells tickets and hot dogs. Doesn't mean anything. Um, which is not to say that it's not good that they got to win. Of course, I'm always happy when they win. I'm always happy when, uh, you know, they can play. Uh, you know, everybody everybody on the bench on the road. Um, but I just I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll have more thoughts when we talk about heading into the Navy game, but. To me, it's like they did exactly what they should. Um, I don't have anything really, you know, more positive or negative to say than that. I, I, I agree with Brendan. You. Uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, wins a win, and we, 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 we needed a win, and we got the win. Um, you know, we were trailing seven nothing. I'm like, oh my god, here we go. But of course, that wasn't the case. They, they, they rattled off uh, 44 straight points, and they look good. Um, uh, UMass is not a good team. Um, they didn't look good um, on the first drive. They look good. They seem to have us off balance and into the second drive, as, as Munkin said yesterday, uh, and, you know, they, they seem to be okay. Uh, but this is definitely not a good football team. Um, yeah. I hope they get better for their sake. I mean, you know, UConn turned it around a little bit, um, you know, with six wins this year. And um I still don't think they're a good football team either, but, um, you know, this is a bad football team. This is a team that doesn't really seem to know where it's going, uh, lack of support. Uh, there's all kinds of things. So I'll take the win. Um, I'm hoping that there weren't any major injuries from the game. We don't know that for sure. Uh, Monkin, you know, kind of you know, jumped at me when I asked him uh, on, on the, uh, the, the, the press conference yesterday about the, about the you know, he's not going to tell me anything, which is his standard policy. Uh, but I don't. I didn't see anybody really get too beat up at uh, because of the game. They played a lot of guys. That was good. Four quarterbacks, as I predicted, would happen. Um, uh, Daly had a touchdown run for I think 54 yards, something like that. Um, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm happy that we won the game. I'm happy that we're going into a uh, into the Navy game. Uh, you know, with two victories in a row. Um, uh, you know what I'm upset about? I'm upset we missed a field goal against Troy, and otherwise we, we'd be six and five instead of five and six, and we'd be talking about what bowl game we're going to. Um, I, you know, I'm unhappy that we lost, you know, close games uh, to other teams. But I have to tell you something. This is something I realized last night. Uh, Troy, Coastal Carolina, UTSA, and somebody else are all playing for conference championships next week. Maybe it's only three of them. I thought there was a. I think it's just a three. Okay, Air Force. Air Force is a good team. They're they're nine and three. They beat a pretty good San Diego State yesterday in a very defensive battle. Um, You know, if if you want to turn the tables a little bit, we lost four games. Who are the other two games uh, that we lost to? We lost to besides those four. You lost to Georgia State. Georgia Georgia State's a bad loss, but they lost to Wake Forest as well. Wake. Okay, so Wake Forest kind of. You know, they're obviously a, a big conference team, but uh, they finished the seven and five this year. So they weren't the team they were last year. They Duke beat them yesterday, I think. Um, but we lost to, to four good teams, you know, four teams that are, you know, are going places, three of them playing for conference championships. I think two are playing against each other. Um, and, yeah. uh, and of course, Air Force at nine and three. And Air Force is only a few points away from being 12 and 0. You know, they played, they, they lost to, you know, to, to the best teams in the conference. They were still lost. So maybe we can turn the tables around and say maybe this isn't such a bad Army team. Um, but as far as beating 
Massachusetts, come on. You know, they're, they're the worst team. And they're probably ranked 170th, 150 to 170th hey. all teams. Yeah, well, real quick, um, you know, I watched the Air Force San Diego State game last night, and I almost fell asleep during that game. I mean, it was a defensive game pretty much. Brad Roberts had a big uh, big game for Air Force, but not too much else going on there. And, um, you know, that's how Air Force has won games this year. They've won some games where it's been down to the wire, tough grit, and Army's uh, been down to the fourth quarter a couple times with, like, the Troys and the Air Forces and the – Texas San Antonio's and just, and even the coastals midway through the fourth quarter and just, you know, hasn't found a way to win those, those close type games. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens with Navy. Uh, just a couple notes on the, um, on the UMass game real quick. So, um, you know, armies without Ijon Marshall slot back in the game, they were without Miles Stewart slot back in the game. So Tyson Riley, you know, pretty much the number one fullback for most of the season for army is playing slot back all game for army. So I don't know if that's something that we see um, against Navy. You hope that I John Marshall can get healthy for enough to play in that Navy game. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, Jabari Moore got banged up at co corner in this game. Um, I don't think he came back into the game. I don't know how serious the injury was, but you already didn't have Bo Nicholas Paul at corner. You know, so, I mean, there is some injury issues and we'll see if the two weeks of um, two weeks of a bye or the, the bye week this week and then the practice week coming up for Navy. You know, we'll see who get who's back on the field for the Black Knights. You hope they can be at close to full strength as possible as far as people on the field. You know, guys, these days, this part of the season, nobody's 100 percent healthy as far as players wise. Right. There's all. Nixon that they're battling, but you hope that you can get your best guys on the field and we'll see what happens. Um, I also, in the UMass game, I just want to note um, real quick, you know, four turnovers, right? Um, two fumbles um, and two interceptions. I'll, I'll get to the interceptions in a second, but I want to uh, talk about Jimmy Charlo a little bit on the podcast. Uh, Jimmy Charlo is a junior and he's the only defensive player that started every game for Army this year. So he started all 11 games, and he was involved in the first, uh, the second fumble. Um, I think it was credited to Max Domenico, but I think that um, they could have gave it to Charlo on that play. And he had a tackle for loss also uh, in the first half. Um, just he's been pretty consistent this year. You know, he's been on the field for almost every snap, um, and he's been pretty consistent. Just wanted to mention uh, Jimmy Charlo. Um, just his contributions this season. Um, then the interceptions, right? Um, I looked this up. So Jaden Mays, the freshman corner, gets his first career pick in this game. I believe the last freshman, Army freshman, to pick off a pass in the game were Elijah Riley and Jalen McClinton in 2016. So I, I looked up that stat real quick before the podcast. I believe that's true. And those are two pretty good players in, in the Army football run there when they were having a, a lot of success. Um, Elijah's on the Steelers right now, and Jalen was a really, really good safety for the Black Knights. So, um, you know, Jaden Mays gets his uh, first career pick. And uh, Seth, DeAndre Tobias, two two straight games with a pick for the senior. That, that, that's awesome mm -hmm. to me because the guy's really put in the work to to stay on the Absolutely. team, and I thought that was a highlight of the game. Great to see that, and, you know, great to see the defense play um, as well as it did again. Uh, you know, the goal line stand, uh, you know, was impressive again. Uh, defense, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, multiple games now where they're, they're, these guys are just, you know, doing the job they're supposed to do, um, and impressive all the way, all, all the way around. Um, 
can't say enough about the Army defense uh, on, on Saturday and the, and the last few weeks. Three goal line stands in the last two weeks for Black Knights. Let's see what happens against Navy and see if they can, you know, so it's uh, so 17 points or less the last four games for the Black Knights defense. And it's 47 points allowed, I think, in the last four for the Black Knights. So, I mean, you know, you, you don't get into the 20s much in these service academy games lately, right? right. So this game is going to probably be played in the teens maybe. So um, hopefully the defense is up up to the the challenge against Navy, and we'll talk about that in the, in a second. Um, Brendan, um, so pretty much we're, we're done talking to the, the UMass game for the most part. Um, real quick about, you know, bowl talk, right? And we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks about – you know, what kind of chances does Army have? I mean, they're five and six right now. They have two wins over FCS teams. Over only one counts, and they would have to get a waiver for the second one. Um, have they applied for a waiver? Who knows? I mean, I I don't know. We'll see what happens. I know there was some there's some talk. It, it's just kind of a wait and see and see how many there are now. Apparently, from most reports, there's three spots, full spots left right now. Um, Buffalo plays on Friday against Akron. If they beat Akron, they get one of those. Well, there'd be six and six. They would be a bowl eligible. And then you have, then you want to, you want to run through what's going on the rest of the way, Brendan, for us. So, uh, yeah. So, so there's, there's also potential uh, because New Mexico state has only played 11 games this season and they're at five and six. So if they can get any FPS team to play them, this coming weekend, which may not happen. They may just get denied, which I feel bad for them for that because uh, I, I don't know why their game against San Jose state got postponed, got postponed. I'm assuming it's either weather or like, you know, some kind of brush fire related thing. I don't, I don't know, but um, that would be tough for them if they finish at five and six and, and can't get to a bowl because nobody wants to play them. Um, How can somebody but, play them at this point? I mean, everybody probably has full schedules. You know, so, uh, so San Jose State theoretically should give them because San Jose State has only played eleven games as well. Right, Dave, that's the only ones, yeah. But um, it it may not happen, and I don't know. Like I don't know who's I don't know whose court the ball is in on that. But regardless, um, I think Buffalo will probably you know earn earn a spot, and that knocks it down to two to two slots available uh, for bowls. And at that point, you go to the uh, academic progress rate list. And um, of, of the teams that are either elim totally eliminated from bowl contention or have already qualified, uh, the top two are Rice and UNLV. Neither of those teams are going to turn down a bowl bid. And then after that, I don't remember the order, but it's Auburn, Michigan State, and Miami, Florida, which any bowl committee would, you know, fall over themselves to have. And then Army is like sixth in line. So basically you would need like, four or five schools to get swallowed up into the earth for me to go bowling this year. I mean, technically there still is a chance, but you got about as good a chance as winning the Powerball. So uh, that's why I keep my, my, my mantra is, is burn the ships. They are not going bowling this year. Navy is their, is their bowl game. And I think if army plays Navy, like it is their bowl game, they'll probably do really well because they do better in bowl games than they do in service Academy games, at least in terms of scoring. Well, Navy's going to play Army like it's a bowl game. I'm, I'm going to bring up one other thing here, and Sal's going to jump on me, but I'm going to say it. How come we keep playing? Because we're doing it again next year. 
how can we keep playing two um, two uh, non FBS teams? Um, you know, I have an explanation. I have an explanation. The Tennessee Tennessee canceled against Army late. Army couldn't find an FBS opponent, so they had to schedule Villanova this year. Okay. Next season, Ball State took a game against Georgia. Said, "Sorry, Army, we're not going to play you early in the season. We're going to play Georgia. We're going to take the big payday." Army's got to go looking for an opponent, and I, I'm not the schedule maker for for Army, but I'm guessing that you know they they scheduled Delaware State. There weren't any F, FBS teams available to play that play for that date. So, so they've been so, uh, playing when you're an independent. That's what happens. That when you're an independent, that those are the type of things that can happen. So well, I guess I, I guess that's the reason. It makes sense. Um, you know, that could happen to anybody within non-conference games. Uh, it seems to keep happening to us now two years in a row. Um, you know, I, it's it's unfortunate because, you know, we could, you know, again, because the Navy game and the schedule, I don't think it would matter much. But, boy, you know, it's, it, it'd be nice to play, you know, like everybody else. Does. Why are we – aren't we the only FBS school who plays two games against FCS teams? Uh, Appalachian State played too, right? Yeah, I was gonna say App App State did that this okay. season so, as well. One of two. Okay, so I mean, uh, you know, yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I never quite understand it. I get what you're saying, um, but I, I think in 24 we're playing Dartmouth, and is it Marist? You know, we're scared of something like that. I know Marist. Yeah, something like that. Okay, I mean, you know, th- th- that's that's down the road. I mean, it's schedule. I know it can change. Schedules change all the time. But you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. But listen, we did win. We, you know, there's a chance we would have lost that that game and I'd be four and seven instead of five. I take, uh, yeah, I, I I take the future schedules with a grain of salt because I know that um, things, you know, things can change before uh, everything's finalized, and things can change after it's finalized too. Yeah, and these <laughs> game these games are made like ten years in advance, right? The, the contracts, some of these contracts are scheduled way out, and you may have a team now that you scheduled down the road that are moving to di- a different conference, right? And may have a different conference schedule now than than they had anticipated. So who knows? I mean, you know, there there's a lot of moving parts in college football as far as conference wise, and Army being an independent, you know, has to kind of roll with it, so to speak, and you know that's. That's the you know they're always they're gonna have yeah they're gonna have twelve games on their schedule every year. You hope you can get eleven of those games against FBS competition. So you know, Seth, you, you're kind of behind it every year, right? When they, when you play two FCSs and only one counts, right, for a win. When you play Navy later in the season after the bowl selections are are done. That's too you know you're you're working against it a little bit. You have to play you know. So we essentially have, have to, to win. We have to win six out of ten games um, because yeah. if we're playing two of them, you got to win six out of ten games because the Navy game doesn't count because it comes after the bowls. You know, if you're if you're yeah. at five, uh, it comes after the bowl game. So it's 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 an interesting uh, interesting thing. Uh, you know, I, I guess I don't know. Maybe they don't care about getting to a bowl game as much as they care about winning games. And and I, I don't know. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, let's. Listen, if if you beat zero and four Georgia State at home, we're not having this conversation. I'm just going to throw that out there. If you beat or Georgia yeah. State, I mean, they, they, yeah, and they, that game kind of went south in the fourth quarter. I mean, right. that game, you know, I mean, UTSA, yeah, it, it, those three uh, Air Force, those four games were all winnable. And um, Coastal, know, and Coastal was a three point game well into the fourth quarter. Right. Yeah, 
exactly. Hey, you know, um, uh, Munkin said, he goes, you know, we, we were talking, uh, not this week, last week, about how, you know, the games were close. You know, they went against us this time. They went against Army this year. In previous years, we had a couple of games that went in our favor. You know, a couple of, was it Eastern Michigan a couple of years back? Uh, you know, they went. That's going two. way back. That's yeah, going but back, but, but that's still, none of know, these guys I don't think were on the team when that happened. So, I, I mean, I think this point is sometimes you win the battles and sometimes you lose the battles of the close ones. Unfortunately, you know, we missed the field goal. We weren't in position for, you know, we Sal and I talked about it. Boy, it would have been nice to get another 10 yards uh, to, to make the field goal a little bit easier. Uh, it didn't happen. Um, you know, a, a lot of misses. But anyway, the bottom line is here we are. I agree with you guys now. I think our bowl game, I think Navy's bowl game takes place a week from Saturday in Philadelphia. Um, I think both teams, this is, you know, this is their second season. Uh, if they win this game, you know, Navy will finish five and six. We'll finish six. Um, I'm sorry, five and seven. Yeah, five and seven. Yeah, we'll finish six and six if we win. Um, but this is everything. It's one, it's zero, zero going into this game because as far as they're concerned, this is all that matters. Even more than uh, apparently, even more than the Air Force game that they both play, um, you know, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, this is the game that matters. And I'm told we're a three and a half point favorite. Did you guys hear that? It's two right now. Yeah. It's a I, two point favorite last I, I saw. So. I saw, uh, I saw three on FanDuel this afternoon. This evening, so okay. yeah, well, I, I I mean that's I suspect, pretty much a toss up. Yeah, I I suspect that Vegas thinks uh, Navy is either going to win outright or keep it close, and they're trying to goad people into taking like Army at a short number. But that's I don't know. That's uh, that's purely conjecture on my part. Yeah, I, I think know. by the time we get to kickoff, it might be a pick'em. I think it might be a pick em. Or Probably. Navy could even be favored. Navy could even be favored by the time we get to kickoff. Who knows? Um, and we'll, we'll just have to see. Um, they got the extra week. of uh, They got two by two buys heading into the game. Um, so we'll see how it goes. And they're they're coming off a of, off a of big win. So I mean, how much moment? How much can you keep momentum in three weeks going? It, it all depends on 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 your practices and and your and your your captains and your coaches and I know that I mean maybe they're going to be amped up to play. You look at last year. Last year's game was just simply Navy wanted it more than Army last year. Navy wanted it more than Army last year, and they the, Army let them hang around a little bit too long, and uh, Navy took con- pretty much took control in the second half. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens well, in, in a couple weeks at Lincoln Financial Field. I'll take a page from Munkin's uh, comments, and whoever wins the turnover battle is going to win that game. And, you know, turnovers sometimes are a little bit of luck involved. So, you know, if, if we can come out and, you know, get, you know, when we can get three turnovers and not lose any or two turnovers and not lose any, you know, we're going to have a better chance of winning and vice versa. So, you know, I, you know these are two teams. They're, they're probably evenly matched. Um, you know, they, they, they recruit the same type of kid in most cases. And, um you know, it, it, it remains to be seen what's going to happen. But you know, I'm excited about it because it is, a, you know, it's good to see that both of the teams, you know, they're not one in 10 going into the game. They're, they're you know, they're 500, near 500 teams. Navy, you know, had a couple of upsets this year. They, they beat a ranked team on the road. Uh, you know, Armies look good in a couple of games. They, like we said, they lost a couple of games by just, a, you know, a field goal here and, a, you know, and 
a touchdown there. But you know, so I'm, I can't wait. You know, and by the way, we got to take into account the weather. You know, in a week and a half, in two weeks, it could be sunny and sixty, or it could be snowing. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, we all, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to read comments. I'm not going to be able to post comments tonight, but we are getting some comments, and I'm just going to read them. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties tonight, but Mike Falowski says in 2018, Hawaii, Miami, Air Force, and Navy all came down to the last play of the game. That season could have been somewhat similar to this year if we had some bad breaks of that year. So that's the year you were talking about, Seth, the 2018 year, right, yeah. when they – they won those all those close games, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, but I mean, your, your goals on the board, you know, when you're when your army, right during the season is, uh, you know, winning the commander in chief's trophy is probably number one, right? And um, you know, beating beating uh beating navies up there too. So having a winning season, beating navy, I mean, like you talk to the players, you talk to Coach Monk, and yeah, it's the, the biggest game of the year for them and now with 11 games in the rear view now it's something that they could definitely focus on and see i think the defense has a pretty good idea about you know how they can play and their capabilities now and you know i think that that they'll pretty confident that they'll have probably pretty good game gonna have to see what the offense comes up with because Brendan, I'm, I'm telling you, um, two weeks in a row, right? I didn't mention this in the U UMass recap, but two weeks in a row, tight end down the seam for big plays, you know? Um, you know, Isaiah, we didn't even talk. How did we not mention Isaiah Austin's one-handed catch in the game against UMass? That was uh, oh, yeah. Sports Center's yeah. number two. Yeah. I mean, you know, Tyre Tyler completed both of his passes. Um and he got the one to Austin, who made a great one-handed catch. It was on Sports Center's number ten play. A lot of Army fans saying they didn't see ten play nine plays better than that in the sports world yesterday. Um, you know, and uh, number four play on the college football final for ESPN's college football final. Um, the guy was Seth. The guy was draped all over him too. He got, the guy got close. The defensive back got called for. Yeah. He got called for, got called for PI. I mean, it it was a spectacular catch, and uh, it led to a touchdown, and you know, turned the game around. Yeah, and I think that you know, I'm not saying you throw the ball around, you know, double digit times in this game against Navy. I, I have a feeling they're gonna, you know, run the quarterback a lot and just try to get that fullback going. And um, but if you throw the ball in the air a little bit and have some success doing that, I mean, I don't. Granted, I don't I'll, – I'll, I'll, truth be told, I don't know how good – you know, I, I've watched Navy games, right? I've watched maybe one or two full Navy games, but does Navy have a defensive – a corner that can match up against Isaiah Alston? Do they have one? I, I, I don't know. Well, let's find out. Let's find out and throw the football a little bit, you know, just a little bit. Let's um let's get that tight end a little bit more involved if Navy's going to sink a nine, nine or ten guys up. Let's – Send Josh Lingenfelter up the scene. Um, and maybe hopefully Ijon Marshall's back and, and Brahim Murphy too. Can you can get the slotbacks involved a little bit? Set the slotbacks were not involved much in the against UMass, they didn't use them at all. I mean, they didn't, no, they didn't use them at all. Um, you know, and, and again, hopefully, you know, Munkin and his and his and his coaches are they're, they're holding stuff back, they're coming up with ideas every year in the Army Navy game. There's always something that somebody tries. 
you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Um, you know, they have to, you know, we'll see what happens. And I mentioned before turnovers. Uh, I think that's crucial. The other thing is what what offensive strategy is going to work um, on either team? You know, Coach Ken, guy's been doing this for a long time. He's been playing Army for what? how many years he's been there, 20 years? And, uh, you know, and Munkin's been there for seven or eight now. And, um, and, you know, these guys have to know that they have to come up with something special. Navy knows Army, and Army knows Navy like they're cousins, like they're brothers, because they are. And, um, you know, they run the same, pretty much the same uh, offense, and they practice against it. They know what they're doing. We saw that with, um, we saw that with Air Force. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, we're going to be talking about this between now and uh, game time in a week and a half, in two weeks, two weeks from yesterday. What, what are they going to try, and then what's the other team going to try to stop that? You mentioned the seam play to the tight end. You got to think that the Navy sees this. You know, the last two games we've tried it, and they're going to be ready for that. They're going to, you know, they're going to be ready for this. But maybe Army has to try something else. Maybe a screen pass. Maybe, uh, you know, more get the slot backs more involved. Uh, I don't think the, I don't, the, the I don't think the UMass game was. Uh, you know, I, I think we knew we were going to win. We were pretty confident we were going to win, and maybe they held back a little bit. Because it was you know, vanilla, they, it was vanilla, very vanilla game plan, you know, right. to a point. And, um, you know, last year, what the end around plays by Navy really kind of hurt Army, right? I mean, the misdirection type plays really hurt Army, and that the fake punt really hurt Army, <laughs> you know, in that game. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, that those those plays really stand out in my memory. I mean, being on the field, I believe I was on the field for at least the second half of that game and just seeing those plays develop right in front of me, it was like, uh, so you gotta be a, the ball, you talked about the, the turnovers, ball security is important. I don't care about the turnover battles, so to speak, just ball security for army. If the offense does not turn the ball over, they'll be fine. You know, just, and they don't give the ball away. Um, it, you know, deep into drives, um, you know, uh, not ball man, not game management. I would say game management. You know, in this game, if you got fourth and short from the Navy twenty-seven, I mean, you're twenty-seven. Do not go for it. Punt the ball away. You know, I mean, just you know, just just play. If if they play smart and they play sound, I mean, this game this game's gonna be tight. It's gonna go down to the wire, and we'll we'll see. Um, we'll see if Army can Army can 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 pull this one out. Yeah. So I I've, so I've 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 already I've already taken heat from people on social media for being quote unquote too negative uh going into this game, but I'm really like I, I just I see the numbers and I see what's in front of me and I am by no means saying that Army can't win. Of course they can win. Like it's it's the Army Navy game, like you know, of course they can win. But just in the context of this season, for them to win this game, it would be the first time this season that they've beaten a team that is close to or above their level. They've certainly competed with teams above their level, but they never they never were able to finish against anybody, against any like any of the, the good teams they played. Uh, as opposed to Navy, who you know, Navy just knocked off a top 25 team in UCF. UCF's better than anybody that Army's played this season, let alone beaten. So yeah, that's, maybe, maybe. 
I think Texas San Antonio is pretty good. I think Texas San Antonio is. They are. They are. Texas and Texas San Antonio and Troy. They are. They're not. They're not far behind. But, um, also, Army hasn't won any close games this season. The only games they have won have just come from basically overwhelming inferior opposition and. So that that just in the context of this season, combined with the fact that in the last two service academies they played, Air Force this year and Navy last year, shut out offense offense shut out in the second half. Like I, I'm just like I'm not feeling good about this. Um, I I you know of like of course I want them to win. I you know I'm 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 hoping I can find a ticket to the game. I'd love to go, but I'm just saying there's a lot. There's a lot that Army would have to overcome in one game in order to get a win. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, I have may I may have tickets for you, so um, I, I may have. <laughs> so if you really let me, uh, let me get to this, co- yeah, let me get to this comment from Andrew Ress, if you yeah. don't mind. I think I think we should try to get Austin involved a, little, a bit more if we want to run effectively. Need to be careful, but I see him as a mismatch. Don't want to see the lack of offensive options we felt we had versus Air Force. Yeah, I mean, I think that sometimes I want to make this point, and I think I guess this podcast is right now is the best time to make this point. I think sometimes you play to the rivalry, right? I think sometimes you play a little bit, I don't know if I want to say conservatively, but it seems like you have a set of plays that you're going to call no matter what in these games, right? I mean, it seems like that there could be a little bit more – I don't know if creativity is the word, but maybe a little bit more of like Andrew S is trying to say, I was trying to say before a little bit more of mixing it up and Hey, if it's a first down and uh 10, maybe not give it to the fullback. Maybe try to get to the outside some way, somehow, you know, just I don't well, know. That, predictable is more my, the term I think I'm looking for predictable. I think that these games are offense 10, Army's offense tends to be a little predictable in these service academy games because they, you know, they know each other so well. So maybe try to be a little less predictable is what I was trying to get. Let me throw something out to to, to that to that comment. Um, if we we need to get the ball to Austin more more often, okay, but they know that Navy's going to be covering. They're going to put their best man on them. Why don't we have a second receiver where maybe you know we yeah. fake it to him and go to him? I mean, this is this is what you got to do. You got to be you got to be inventive. You know, I was you know I was paying attention to um, you know what was going on with Nebraska and my thoughts of who's going to get the job. And and somebody out there wrote something about about Army or the Army coach getting the job. And his comment was they run a high school level optioned offense. And why would you give the job to a coach who runs a high school? This is some guy in Nebraska. I don't know who it was. Okay. And the bottom line is, you know, we gotta play, we gotta play the game the right way here, which means you gotta do, you gotta come up with an, with a with a strategy that they know they're going to Austin. We know that when they pass the ball, there's gotta be somebody else on the team who can run a route and catch a ball. You know, I mean, you know, the it's tight a, end does it's it. The slot there's back. gotta be another receiver who can get it, an open it, on the field. And if it's not, a slot back because Oh, go ahead, Seth. No, I'm done. I mean, uh, uh, not even the slot backs. The slot backs are still starting in the backfield. Okay. There's got to be another receiver on this team somewhere who has a level of speed and can catch the ball that you can put him in there and maybe throw the ball to him and he can catch it. Please tell me there is because at this level, there should have be. You, 
Have you seen? Have you watched the eleven games this year, Seth? I, that's what I'm talking. Exactly what I'm talking. Yes, I've watched. Um, how how many? Games. How many? How many catches from wide receivers not named Isaiah Austin does Army have this year? They haven't know. used Cole Catterbone. Maybe Cole Catterbone was a reliable target um, last year. They haven't used him a lot in, in targets. Uh, Vishay Daniels, their other wide receiver that gets snaps. Um, they're so, really so thin the at wide receiver this what, year. What's the answer to that question? I, 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 is it none? Is it how, how many? How many wide receivers have caught the ball besides Isaiah? Um, I year? think that Cole might have a catch. I think okay. Cole might have a catch. Yeah. Daniel might. I, I'll look that up. Why? Why? Um, Brendan, if you if if you have anything to add or. I'll, I'll look. I'll look it that up. That tells me. That tells me there's something wrong. That tells me there's something. Why is there wrong. something? Why is there something wrong? That's their offense, but you know. Yeah, because I mean? you're, you're not you just going to create this guy. You're not going to create these guys, Seth. But they could. They, you there's said no the Xavier Moss is on this roster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but they they have they have a tight end you can catch. They have a tight end you catch, and I have. We've, how many times have we thrown to him? Three, four times. Three. Four <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. That tells me I'm, I'm I'm not a genius when it comes to college, to football strategy, but I've been doing, watching this game for a hundred years almost, and it, it says to me that there's something wrong if um, if you don't have options to 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 you know. It's like we talked a few weeks ago that everybody in the house knew that Army was going for it in fourth and one. Everybody in the place knew that it, it was going to be a full back full back dive, and it was, and they stopped us. I think it was against. Um, I think it was against UConn, maybe. I don't know who it was, UConn or or Georgia State. And um, you know, and, and, and the bottom, definitely Georgia State. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. bottom the bottom line is that that's what these guys are getting paid big bucks to come up with. You know, recruit if we're not recruiting the best guys, there's something wrong. And if we are recruiting them and we're not putting them into the game, there's something wrong. So there's something wrong. Yeah. So so army wide receivers not named Isaiah Austin have one catch this year. Cole Catterbone, one catch for seven yards. Um, you know, last year they did last year they had a Rekin Donaldson, right? Was a wide receiver last year, and um he he did not play play uh this year. I I I heard that he was gonna be like an athlete, like a student like coach, so to speak, this year. I don't know if he I think he he might be with the team. I'm not sure if he is. Um and they had um in the past they had Guys like uh, Brandon Jones, who was out of uh, Virginia, um, you know, they they have uh, the spring practices, they have the uh, fall fall the preseason practices. They determine who's going to be on the team. They determine who's not going to be on the team. And you know, they were hoping Ryan Jakovic would be healthy this year. He's a guy who caught a couple passes last year, big target, like a six foot five guy. Um, he hurt his foot in the preseason and he hasn't played a game yet. Munkin, uh, Coach Munkin was telling us after the um, UConn game that there's an outside shot that maybe Jakovic could get back for the Navy game. But I mean, that's kind of hard when you haven't practiced, you know, most of the year. Right. And you're trying to come back for that one game. So, I mean, they just, um, they were going, going with Cole Catterbone, Isaiah Austin and Vishay Janian as their wide receivers um, right now. Casey Reynolds has gotten a, some reps. He's a sophomore. Um, yeah. And uh, there's some, a couple young wide receivers, but not none of them ready for, you know, none, none of the freshmen ready to play, you know, regular snaps right now. So, I mean, it's just the way the offense is. Out of comparison, Navy runs pretty much the same offense we run. 
if you can look this up, if you have it available, how many guys on Navy have caught passes this year? Can we look that up? Well, I mean, you have guys that have caught passes. I was just on the Army. Um, I could look it up. I just, I was just on the Army um, stats, and we you have eight different eight different receivers for Army have caught passes this this year so far. How many? How many in total? How many passes in total? How many have they? How many oh, passes? And how many guys. completions? Yes. Man, Seth, you're really putting my math skills to work oh, here no. tonight. 40, 40, 40 completions. Okay. So we have 40 completions this year. That's pretty good. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, what does Navy have? How many, you know, how many receivers are out there catching, catching balls? We're going into this game. Go ahead, Brandon. Go we're, ahead. Yeah. We're I don't, talking I, about I, passing. When the team, I don't, I don't know. Run 100 uh, times this team. I don't. I don't know the. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not familiar with you know Navy's roster, so I don't know what the position breakdown. But I just know they've had they've had nine different players uh, catch balls this season. Yeah, and they have real quick, quick math. They have 53 completions this year. Okay. So 53 well, to 40. I mean, could Army have thrown the ball more this year? Yes, they could have. When they won games without even completing a pass, they have three wins without even completing a pass this year. You know, so I mean, could they have thrown the ball a little bit better this year? Will it come into? Will it be a factor uh, two Saturdays from now? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, in these service academies, where the the play action pass. I think we lost you there. I'll go ahead. Go ahead, Seth. Do you have anything? No, I, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. It's, it's not, not the greatest. I'm looking, up, I'm looking up the Army stats right now. So, uh, um, uh, as we're talking, uh, we're going to do, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, before, before we wrap this up, because, you know, my connection is not working to the best tonight. Um, so we got a little tease today with Army's, uh, uniforms for the Army Navy game. I, I, it should be, you know, Brendan. Your prediction was a hundred first airborne. Yeah, right? my hundred first airborne. And and when you say tease, it is literally a tease because they give no clues whatsoever. Yeah, and you well, know, I'm thinking, what have... are they gonna? Um... Okay, they'll okay. probably announce it tomorrow or, or or Tuesday. Did Navy is Navy doing something with um, NASA? Is that the, is that what I heard? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's embarrassing. Yeah, what's that have to do with um, you know, Navy, the Navy or the Marines? <laughs> I mean, uh, I think Neil Armstrong uh, didn't he go to school in Ohio somewhere? I don't think he went to the Naval Academy. Uh, Purdue, yeah. Purdue, okay, there you go. But in, in he Indiana. was, you know, he was uh, he was a Navy flyer, but he's not a, um, you know, he, he wasn't an Annapolis grad. As uh, you know, as, as I, I said to somebody, I'm like, you know, this it would be like, um, uh, it would be like if Army did like uh, special uniforms honoring Audie Murphy, like great guy, but he wasn't a West Point grad, so right. I think people would flip out. But I don't, know. I don't even know who that is, Brendan. I don't even know who that is. Who you just, who's Audie Murphy? Audie, Audie Murphy, Audie like, Murphy was Medal of Honor winner, played, played, played himself in the, in the movie about his own life story. Yeah. 
I'm well, sorry, Audie Murphy man. was the most decorated. He was the most decorated American in World War II. Soldier. There it is. Um, yeah, and okay. he um, he was this good-looking guy. Not a history came major. Out, yeah, he came out, won the Medal of Honor, and then became a movie star, and unfortunately died young in a in a plane crash. Um, died probably in his mid thirties, I think. Uh, but yeah, he was he was the guy. He was like Sergeant York was in World War One. Audie Murphy was in World War Two. Gotcha. Um, sorry, not a history major. I apologize to <laughs> all our all the people watching right now. Um, you know what? I will give Navy credit at least for doing something different, even though whatever it is, and we'll see what Army comes up. But normally, um, they do the reveal in front of the football team, and they do the reveal in front of. Some of the core, if not all the core. So we'll have to yeah. see if that happens yeah. in the next two days. So they're going to have the Army-Navy media day this week. I would guess that in the middle of the week, I would guess they would have the jerseys revealed by then. But um, we'll see what happens. I mean, we haven't really gotten any coming soon. Can, hopefully, I, I'm guessing is tomorrow. I'm guessing tomorrow the, the, they'll reveal it. But I have no intel whatsoever about what who the uh, jerseys are going to represent. Or uh, when they're going to be represented, uh, uh, when they're going to be revealed, so to speak. Sorry about that. Um, but that's you know, normally I think in the last, not just because we covered a team here, I thought that the Army jerseys have been pretty consistent, you know, and been pretty, uh, pretty sharp uh, for this game, and have won the jersey kind of uh, battle, so to speak, against Navy in most years. So yes, that's I just will... that's just one man's opinion. I will. I, I will. Uh, I, I, I will say I, I give Navy absolutely no credit. I think they are actively bad at this, and it's embarrassing. But apparently, they just don't care. You know, Army puts great care into this. They work with Nike. They get Nike to work with their history department, and Navy has no interest in doing anything on that level. Uh, not to mention Under Armour stinks anyway. Um, it's just it's bad. It's. <laughs> Let's win the game. That's the most important. I don't want to win the uniform war. Exactly. We we won the uniform battle last year, but we didn't win the game, and ultimately it didn't matter. Let's win the freaking game this year. Let's win the game. That's all I care about. So uh, let's see. And uh, by the way, I have the various Army helmets here over the years. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> Those are various Army helmets from the Army-Navy game? The Army-Navy game. I, got, I think I have four or five of them uh, scattered around my, my room here. Uh, you know, the miniature helmets, the miniature helmets, they make them available. Um, they seem to sell them to, you know, online, you know, they're 25 bucks. Uh, they start off higher. Don't buy them right after the game. My, my tip, my consumer tip for the day, do not buy them um, before January, February of next year. If you want to get a good deal, if you want to spend double what you can spend three months later, uh, then go ahead and buy them. If you want to get them for a Christmas gift, uh, then you got to get them now. But um uh, these things are always sold because, you know, people buy them. You know, I, I'm one of them. I'm, I'm, I'm one of them. So um, they're cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll, I mean, that's it's a bye week. This is a bye week for Army, right? The biggest news will be pretty much the, the, the jerseys for this week, uh, what uniforms they're going to be wearing for the Army-Navy game. And then uh, next week we'll get into, um, you know, We'll probably do we'll probably do a preview of some sort next week. You know, maybe a little bit more X's and O's. See if we can get Steve Anderson on here to break down the game. And um, trying to get a, a guest for um, 
Thursday night for the podcast. Uh, somebody that's played a role in um, a recent Army Navy win. Um, reaching out to a few people, see if we can get somebody on. Don't have anybody booked yet, but like to um, during the bye week, would like to get some some former army players on if possible for uh, the podcast too. Um, we're going to be uh, wrapping up the podcast in a couple minutes. If anybody else has any other comments or questions or suggestions, we'll get those on. Um, yeah. It, it's, um, you know, I think it's pretty good. You know, some, some army fans, right. Of course they want winning seasons. And of course they want to go to bowl games and they want to win commander and chiefs trophies, right? This team for where it kind of was at to where it is now, I mean, hey, everything's on the table now for to get to 500 and to beat Navy. You know, to to get that, there are a lot of players on this team that were on the field last year for that game against Navy, and there was a lot of disappointment for it after that game. I mean, I remember just being on the field and just kind of, you know, I I mean, you just saw it in Navy, just kind of. When, when Navy players are jumping into the stands and they're singing second and, you know, just the faces on the army players. I mean, it, it, it's, it wasn't, it wasn't a good scene for the, for army, uh, for the program. Um, and, and, and the fans that follow the team. So I, you know, there's, man, there's a lot of guys that saw action that game last year that are going to be fired up to play. Um, you know, some of those, players that had a pretty big part for army or you know have graduated or um are injured right now so but you know we'll we'll see what army does i think no doubt i think tire is going to be the starting quarterback for this game i don't think there's any question about that the last two games he the off he's gotten the the offense going and i think that i don't know if we'll who knows how they handle the quarterback situation we'll see how the game unfolds but um you know, at least um, we got a glimpse of the future in the UMass game, Bryson Daly, and what um, two army, what the army quarterback position might look like next year. I know that you know that's, you know, <laughs> that's the future. But I mean, it's good to see the way Bryson Daly runs. I'm surprised that they haven't gotten him a little bit more involved in the offense of playing like a slot in the slot or a fullback or something else, right? Because I mean, I think that we see in the UMass game, Seth, they ran Buchanan, right? Buchanan had some had success. He scored a couple of touchdowns. They brung in Markel Johnson as a little bit of a change of pace, right? And Markel broke off a big run, and he had some pretty good runs. So maybe they do that against Navy. Maybe they – is Tyson Riley going to play slot back against Navy? We'll, we'll see, but – uh, maybe they bring in Markel Johnson as a change of pace. Maybe they bring in Hayden Reed every once in a while so they don't have to, you know, they keep Buchanan and Riley fresh. And maybe if, then that'll set up some passing that we were talking about. Or maybe that'll set up the outside. Can, and uh, to, to, to Brendan's point before, Navy's a better team than the teams we've beaten this year. And they're certainly a better team than um, – uh, a lot better team than UMass. Um, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm glad we won. I'm excited. It was a great, great victory yesterday. That doesn't mean uh, anything to me what these guys did because they're playing against a team. I might've had 50 yards uh, yesterday. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, I will, I will say though, to Sal's point, if, if they can roll, if they can roll four fullbacks deep against Navy, I, I will feel a lot better about, 
our chances because that's something we didn't have in the game last year. I don't think. Well, we'll see. You know, yeah. Hopefully, we'll hear about the injury set. I mean, I know he doesn't like to talk about injuries, but maybe we'll find something out to see who's who's eligible, who's going to play in two weeks, and who's not. And if we get most of these guys back, as I'm sure Navy will too, uh, that's going to help us. Um, like I, you know, comes down good coaching, good playing, and having the right, the best talent on the field. And then the weather plays a little bit of a role if, if weather does come into play. So we'll see what happens. I, it's, you know, I have no idea what the weather's going to be. I have no idea who's going to fumble more. Uh, I just hope the coaches come up with a good strategy off, offensively and defensively. And I hope Army wins because it's nice to win it. I, I'd, be, I'd be content with a 6-6 six and six, uh, record this year. I don't think we could have been better. It could have been worse, too, I guess. But um, uh, I, you know, I guess every game we won, though, was a, kind of a blowout, wasn't it? I think, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, let's let's see let's see what they come up with. The pressure's on Army to 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 come through this year, this next next uh, Saturday, week from Saturday. On the coaches, they got to come up with something because if they do what they did against Air Force, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think yeah, you're right. The ball's kind of been Army's court after last year being you know the favorite and not getting the job done, and now this year trying to you know. Man, I'm gonna just say it. I mean, does does a win over Navy salvage this season? Does it does it salvage oh, the season a win over Navy? You're six and six, so it's, it's a combination of being six and six and being and beating Navy. You know, it's it, it's something. It's something. You know, being five and seven and losing to Navy and Air Force. You know, that's yeah. a bad season. That to me is a bad season. You know, um, you know. I, I look at. Brendan, you have anything? I'm sorry. So I think, you know, uh, I, I think this season is kind of a disappointment no matter how you slice it. But if they beat Navy, it's less of a disappointment. And, you know, it's it's revenge for last year. And I would certainly take that uh, at this point. But I think I think this will end up going down as, um, you know, a, a, a middle of the road season uh, for Munkin. And it does it does speak to where the program's at that this, this is considered a disappointment, but um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I was thinking about like the guy, like I, I was trying to make a point way back when in this podcast about the guys who were on the field last year and guys who um, like the guys like Mark, Marquel Broughton, right. Guys like Andre Carter, guys who may be some of the best players that we've seen at their position at army in a long time. Right. And these guys, playing for the last time, possibly in an Army uniform, playing for the last time in a service academy game, playing for the last time against Navy. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of pride there with guys like those two guys, a Connor Bishop, a three-year starter at center. You know, there's going to be a, a lot of pride, and and y you hope that, you know, everything's in line, and you hope that they play um, – uh, fundamentally sound, right? <laughs> fundamentally sound as as Mo Jeff Mungin would like, and um, you hope they'll be singing second because those guys have put in a lot of work into this program. And quite frankly, like guys like Marquell, Andre, and Connor in that senior class deserve to go out winners. So now they just have to back it up on the field. That's that's how I feel. So I, I agree. I hope for the best. Know know that the Navy guys are saying the same thing. You know. Um, I think Navy. I, I think the last five years are we two and two against Navy? Is that right? The last four years, other are we two and two? 
We lost last year. I think we won the two previous years. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they whatever. lost when Malcolm. Yeah, they lost they, Malcolm, they lost, Malcolm Perry. Yeah, yeah they lost in 2019 and last year. So yeah, two and two. You nailed it. Okay, so two and two. So you know, everybody's sitting there saying that the Navy guys are sitting there saying the same thing. You know, they want to go out as winners. They, you know, the seniors want to go out as winners. They want to go out with a winning record against Army. Army wants to go out with a winning record against Navy. You know, this is, you know, Munkin said it. He said it yesterday. And I, I thought it was a great comment by him. You know, this is what matters. This this is the game that everybody pays attention to for the next 365 days. And, you know, and you, 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 know, you kind of laugh at it once in a while. How about the other 11 games? How about Air Force? But this is the game, and this is what they all care about. Because hey, this is America's game. You got you know the, the ratings are sky high. People you know root for Army. People have nothing to do with Army and Navy. They pick a side, maybe because their grandfather was in you know the Navy or the Army or whatever it might be. And you know the 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 the, the ratings are good. They're great sometimes. Um, you know they have nobody else going against them, which helps usually. Um, but you know th this is the game, and so so. I just hope again, I'll say it on blue in the face. I hope that, you know, Munkin talks the talk. He's got to walk the walk now. He's got to sit there with his, his coaches and come up with a game plan that will catch Navy off guard because that's what Navy's trying to do to Army. And somebody's going to win this game. <laughs> Doesn't end in a tie anymore. We know that. Okay. And, you know, let, let's hope it's us. Let's hope that, you know, our, our coach who we like and we, we have a lot of respect for, and we all three of us do. We, you know, we think Munkin's done a spectacular job, a spectacular job at West Point in his in his tenure. Um, let's hope that he has one more in him this season and he can take us to the promised land because it means everything. You know, for me, I'm not a, I'm a fan. I didn't go to West Point. I live 30 miles, I grew up 30 miles south of it, and that's my love of it. And I come from, you know, somewhat of a military family. But, um, but you know, the, the bottom line is they lose this game. I'm, a, I'm bummed out. You know, we lost the game last. I was there, you know, and I was shocked. And, you know, then we won the bowl game. Still didn't matter. I sat there and said, boy, if we would have just beat Navy, would have been – what did we finish last year? Nine, ten and three? Nine and four. Nine and four? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we would have been ten and three, and it would have been better. Yep. Double digit. You know, this game means everything to them, and it means everything to me, I, you know, and – and and I think a lot of our fans. And uh, you know, let's let's win the let's win the uniform war. Let's 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 win, <laughs> let's win the 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 the, the, the uh, coin toss. Let's win everything. You know, let's win everything. And you know, you the three of us can sit here on that Sunday night after the game and say, okay, good season. Oh, not a great season. If there's no bowl game, which we don't think there's going to be at this point, okay, six and six. We beat Navy. We didn't beat Air Force. We didn't get to a bowl game. But we're six and six, and that's not so bad in an off year. And this appears to be an off year for us. And maybe we start over again next year. You know, two thousand and what year was it? Two thousand eighteen. We or was it nineteen? We 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 one year we didn't hit expectations. And yeah, we, nineteen was five and eight season. Yeah, five and eight. That's when we gave Michigan a tough game, right? And we ended up end up losing that. And um, and then Rice was you know we barely beat a bad Rice team. Um, you know we can bounce back maybe. Maybe some kids will come in next year and change this all around for us. I, I, who knows? That's my take on it, and I'm looking yeah. forward to the game. I'm happy I'm going to be there. Um, Brendan, let me know if you need the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, you know, and uh, I, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for the whole thing. I love it. I uh, yeah. I, I, 
I will I will confess something to to you guys, and this this plays into the idea of of these these podcasts as as also group therapy. I I'm a grown man. I sleep well, probably ninety seven percent of the time. It's once in a blue moon, if that, that I I have a nightmare. I've had nightmares about this game since last year, and the worst thing is there's nothing I can do to control it because uh, I'm not in the game. So, uh, just just for me personally, beating Navy this year would go a long way just for my personal psyche. So. There you go. Just getting both of your guys' personal thoughts. Go ahead, Seth. I was at the Army-Navy game in 1973. They lost 51 nothing. okay? Trust me. I was a kid then. Um, but uh, trust me, the drive home was horrible. <laughs> horrible, okay? On the other hand, I was also – I was watching the game on TV in, 19, uh, I think it was – 1967 68 when we won 27 nothing uh, i may be getting they might it's either 67 68 or 69 and, and and i watched the game on tv with my dad and my brother and we were like high-fiving each other that you know they looked so good and you know they beat navy so i've had the ups and the downs and i've had 14 years of, of consecutive losses and my navy friends telling me we're not the same level as they are Let's, you know, let's put some fire underneath our coaching staff to come up with something that's going to work and let's hope they do it. And I don't want to see fullback dives every, uh, every play. Uh, let's try something else. Dude, that's good. Not, too. not this, not this year. La last year, a few more fullback dives probably would have won the game, but this year that's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. Well, right. but Definitely. Definitely. anyway, I, I forget, uh, man, like I, I wish I could give proper attribution. There was a great, um, uh, some one one of one of the big uh, like college football writers or, or pundits or whatever he said, and it might have even been a full article. Um, this year's like this year's just a blur for me, guys. I apologize. Um, but he said college football is not about championships; it's about exorcisms. That is that is what draws people to it and on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. And uh, beating Navy this year for army would be a pretty significant exorcism given everything that's happened this season. So that's what I'm hoping. I for. agree with that. Here we go. Here we go. We'll wrap it up there. Really appreciate you guys watching. We had a, a, some, our most viewership uh, tonight um, for a UMass recap and you throw Navy in there. We're going to talk a little Navy, army Navy and we get some viewers. We'll be back. Um, we'll be back with a preview too. And, um, Seth and I will be down at the at, uh, Lincoln Financial Field covering the game in two weeks, and uh, we'll have a photographer there too, and uh, we'll give you the best the best coverage we could possibly give you from that game. That's my goal when we when we cover games live. It's best possible coverage, and we'll give you everything we can. And uh, we really appreciate you uh, checking out our podcast tonight, YouTube cha uh, YouTube channel. Give us a subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Um, Hit the bell for notifications so you know when we're going to come on next. And check out Black Knight Nation for all um, stories on uh, Army football and some recruiting news also. So we'll sign off now, guys. Thanks so much. And we'll we'll be back with more on the on the Army-Navy game down the road. And have a good night. Good night, Navy. See you.